Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast where we talk about life's big stories, from breakups and breakdowns to icky secrets and happy endings. It's the stuff that makes us human. I'm your host, Hannah Harvey. I'm a writer and a parenting blogger at mumsdays.com. I'd be really grateful if you could subscribe and leave a review because it basically means more people can find the podcast. And I also absolutely love hearing from you. So please do contact me through Instagram at mumsdays, M-U-M-S-D-A-Y-S with any of your stories um, and any thoughts you might have on the episode or any questions. You can find all the details from this episode in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Happily Ever After with me, Hannah. And today I'm talking about burnout with Katie. Hello, everybody. I know, we're feeling a bit burned out. I'm burnt out. (laughs) I'm like, is that what it is? Is that what I'm feeling? Feels American, doesn't it, burnout, when you say it like that? Burnout. It is something we get as well. What, British people? (laughs) As British people, yeah. Yeah, but it's guess it's not very British to say, oh, I don't feel great. Mm, that's true, generally. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I came to see you, didn't I, a few weeks ago, and I was like, I have had enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need some time off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the nature of the way we're all working these days is it so 24-7? It is. 24-7. But you waited. I don't know the words to this. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it is 24-7 that we all work. But I also think that that's the way that you work as well, specifically. You know, like you... Because your work is, like... Um, because what you do is you. I think it's you're always on all the time. And... um surprised that it hasn't come before now that you've wanted a break Mm. i don't know part of me is like just get that on with it no i know but we've done 73 weeks in a row this will be so of the podcast yeah and i don't think i think normally people take a break obviously we haven't been doing it every week have we but we've been putting out an episode every week we've been producing content every week from the start so yeah it's like 18 months of excellent quality. <laughs> <laughs> really enjoyable podcast Podcasting content. Con- we've had a great time. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah I do love it and I absolutely am not going to stop, but I did kind of go, I think we need to break. Because okay. also the, my nature is I don't like to break a chain. Yes. I feel like if I break the chain, it'll break everything and I'll never do another podcast again. Yeah. And I don't want that because I really, really love doing it. I know. And that's that's your nature all over, isn't it? Because I think it's perfectly okay for us to take a break for a few weeks and then come back to it. But I think you're worried that we just won't start it up again. Um, well, look which... at the newsletter. I oh, know. It's <laughs> dead. True. Yeah, yeah. True. I was in such a pattern of every Tuesday. It went out every Tuesday and now I can't write it. Yeah. I know. But this is different. Yeah. Yeah, and it's okay to take a break. I know that you find that concept quite hard, but it is okay. To I take don't a break. understand it. I know you don't. I know. But on this subject, this is what has come up in therapy. Mm. That um, 
apparently we've got three bits of our brain. You've got drive. So that's the thing that's telling you to like get on and do different things. There is threat, mm-hmm. which is the bit of your brain that's like, if you don't do this, this awful thing's going to happen. And apparently my brain is predominantly those two. And there's a third bit of the brain, which is compassion, which I totally get the concept of. But apparently it's not something like I don't get what it like. What yeah. it, I don't get it. Compassion for yourself. It, to me, the word compassion to me, as in compassion towards myself, is letting myself off and yeah. not achieving anything. Whereas actually, it's things like giving yourself a break because you've had a really hard time. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I've been given a book that is so big that you're using it as a tripod. I am. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> so I can't show you it, but I have this enormous workbook to work through called the Compassionate Mind Workbook. Yeah, I think it's one of the hardest things to do. Have compassion for yourself. Like I've got boatloads of it for other people, but to turn that voice inwards and actually use it to soothe myself, I find really hard. And that's probably the thing telling you that you've got to keep just going because, like, you wouldn't stop anybody else from having a break. Like, when I've been like, I'm going on holiday, Hannah, you haven't been like, no, well, you can't because we've got a podcast. I have a little bit, a little bit. (laughs) No, you you can't leave me. (laughs) No, you haven't. We've just prepared for it in advance and then I've had a break. I'm allowed a break, so you are too. Yeah. I guess because of the way that we work as well, I feel like there is a lot of space Mm. for me to think. Um, if I want it uh-huh. so like for me I'm like well I go for a walk yeah I go and get in the sea but I don't think that's the same as being like I am not working for this whole week uh-huh. it's not and you're always working every day you know the way that you work is that you're doing it every day and that is bound to lead to a bit of a burned out feeling mm. uh, so I'm not I don't want this to be like self-pity episode where I'm like (laughs) poor me I've got no compassion for myself because the thing I do it's just I think it's a bit like the Truman show you don't know what you don't know so I'm gonna go and do my workbook Mm -hmm. and that's good but I'm hoping it'll help me with this whole idea of moderation Mm -hmm. and setting much better boundaries Mm -hmm. around uh how I work Because it kind of bleeds into everything. Like when I get an idea, I'll be like straight on my phone writing it down. Uh And then obviously I've been (laughs) told home truths that I'm always on my phone. And I'm like, am I? Like I feel really present when I'm with people, but obviously I'm not. Yeah, I mean, you don't do that when you're with me. But I guess when we're together, we are talking about work. So if you had an idea, then we would just talk about it as opposed to you having to write it in your phone. Yeah. So. I guess that's the difference but then it because of what you do like it's it does mean that there's no switch off time like if you had a nine-to-five job then at five o'clock you wouldn't be writing in ideas on your phone or maybe you I would bet be you but would. <laughs> yeah, you I would, bet there yeah. are so many people that relate to this and they work yeah. for other people oh absolutely no you're right like and there's an expectation as well on people to be because it's 24 7 mm. <laughs> um <laughs> I agree but I think that's bad for you so bad mm. Um, which is okay. I've got two things written down here. One is spoons, which <laughs> reminds me of Monsters Inc. Yeah, 
when he says, using mainly spoons, we'll dig our way out of the city. That's not what we're going to do, though, so don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. I don't want to do any digging. Yeah. And then the other thing is um, Daisy Buchanan. Like, the very first episode this year, we talked about her book, yeah, which was did. Burn Before Reading. So we should link back to that because I think there's some really good gems that she shares in that book. Mm -hmm. But she starts it talking about burnout and what it is. Yeah. And it's the same definition you just read me, which is why it reminded me. Yeah. Have you written that down? It's So it's here. It's um, what is burnout? I've closed the tab. Hang on, everybody. <laughs> uh, burnout is a state of physical and emotional exhaustion. And when I read that, I immediately thought, I definitely think I am able to um, identify burnout when it's physical, when my body's tired and I feel like I can't do anything anymore. Yeah. But I think what I don't recognise as easily is the emotional exhaustion that we can get from burnout. Um, and I think that's probably the case for a lot of people as well. Mm -hmm. Um so like if you've been through something hard or like if you have to process something emotional like we're bound to feel a bit exhausted at the end of it and we don't give ourselves time or space to process that uh, so. so I think that's the hardest bit of divorcing for example mm. is it's not so much what you physically have to do like dealing with lawyers and all that kind of stuff and working out finances is tiring mm. but it's the dealing with it while half of, like literally half of your brain is processing the trauma of the fact that your relationship is over yeah so you've only got half a brain left mm -hmm, exactly and you just you focus on the thing the, the, the logical things that actually need doing like the planning and the um you know the the logistical side of, and the admin yeah um and the emotions and the feelings are probably put to one side and that's kind of the approach we take to a lot of stuff mm -hmm. like when something bad happens so I guess like we need to take emotional exhaustion into account and burnout is a consequence of having too much emotional exhaustion as much as we do anything else yeah for mm. sure yeah and I think that's where I was when I came to see you and I'm like oh my god I'm done yeah, yeah. I'm just so overwhelmed I don't even know where to start anymore yeah it's like going oh Oh, right, I need a rest. I yeah, need a you break need a rest. so I can not be doing the physical admin stuff uh -huh. and just existing and letting my brain have a bit of a break. Exactly. If your brain needs a break, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and coming back to um, the spoons as well. <laughs> so um, not digging our way out of... Using um, mainly spoons. Not, no, not, not that. <laughs> Um, so this is something that I learned when I was sort of like um, quite badly depressed, I think. And like, I just had no energy for anything. And I didn't really understand it because I wasn't physically doing anything. Um, and somebody, a therapist somewhere, taught me about spoon theory. Um, and I don't know why it's spoons. Uh, I don't know whether anybody knows why it's spoons. But the idea is that we've only got um, like a certain amount of spoons that we can energetically spend i'm gonna do a really bad job no no this is good this. i get that <laughs> yeah so like say you've got five energetic spoons and um work takes up two of those spoons and then you're gonna go and see a friend on the night and that takes up a spoon and then you've also got 
your kids to take care of, which takes another two spoons. That's all of your spoons gone. Like you don't have any more spoons for other emotional and physical activities. Um, and thinking in those terms, because we are only humans and we can only do so much, means that you don't push yourself to do other stuff. Because like, yes, I guess you physically could if you needed to, but if you overspend your spoons, that's what leads to the burnout. So yeah. I thought it was a useful way to to look at it we'll we'll put a link in the show notes as well because i think the idea that it's spoons can be a bit confusing sometimes but yeah why is it not like pencils or, <laughs> or like counters or something yeah but it's spoons that's it's what it spoons. is yeah um and that was really useful and actually it was teaching my family that um about it um made it more useful to communicate when i couldn't do things as well so if I was feeling particularly exhausted, I would just say I've spent too many spoons today. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do anything else now. And they understood that from there. So it's a, it's good for a method of communication as well, yeah, I think. Yeah, because then they can't take it personally. No, exactly. It's just like I've got no... Although they emotion. might be like, why did you not save me a spoon? Yeah, but you, so, like that's the thing about the spoons. Like some things take more spoons than others. And sometimes you don't have a choice what you spend them on. And when they're gone, they're gone. And I think if you've got a trauma that you're also processing, you probably have half the spoons you might normally. used on that yeah exactly yeah that's the idea mm. yeah so um over the summer there was quite a, a big family trauma for us which I think when you're in it the trauma you're just on adrenaline mm. you're like right I've got this fire to put out so I'm going to put it out but then what happens afterwards yeah so it's kind of been resolved um everybody's safe you know that kind of thing that's when you sit down and go like oh wow this big thing's happened and that's when you have to process the trauma isn't it well it's like you go into flight fight or flight don't you and then when that's over you crash yeah which is i think the same as when you get your divorce papers Uh yeah so for me it was two and a half nearly three years of getting divorced and then when I finally got the paper I was like oh so don't forget that's also happened this year that happened in March Mm. and that was the last time I had a holiday so I think yeah it's it that's where the compassionate mind comes in and goes Mm -hmm. look what you've been through like I'm not looking for any kind of um I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me or anything like that. I'm just trying to say, like, we all have these things that come up. Absolutely. And that you have to take a minute to be like, oh, that was actually quite a big deal. And uh-huh. you do need to create space to walk uh-huh. and to have holidays. Uh-huh. Um, and when you have holidays, you work anyway. You need a holiday where you aren't working. I think the difference is, is a holiday where you're, you give yourself expansive room mm. to like read the books that you want to read or just walk and listen to music. Exactly, yeah. Like I feel the thing that's gone out of the window because of the traumatic summer is I stop getting in the sea as my like therapy. I then stop walking. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I was putting all my eggs into the basket of like, right, I need to start proving myself. Mm-hmm. I need to get this book written. Mm-hmm. I need to start making more of this podcast. Yeah. Like we've invested so much into it, we need to start making it count when actually I'm not emotionally ready for it to take off. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and and like you you just you need a break now. It's time for a break. Yeah. Mm. I'm being like, it's all right. I'm gonna do my workbook. 
Yeah. I'm going to finish listening to Matthew Perry's book. Yep, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is another thing, like, I'm listening to that and going, oh, I think I was confused about what's actually really important. Yeah. What, what, how has it made you feel like that? Well, I mean, he's an addict, right? Mm-hmm. It's very different to me. Like, I'm a bit more like his dad in that it went for a walk one day and went, right, I'm going to stop. Yeah. He's like, a fucking walk. You went for a fucking walk and then you stopped drinking. Like, for him, it's been a constant battle of two years sober, something happens and he breaks. Mm. Two years sober, something happens and he breaks. But he still has this void. Mm-hmm. And just because I've stopped drinking doesn't mean that I don't distract myself. Yeah. And my theory with addiction is, um, it, like, yes, is the physical addiction, like, or, or like a disease that Matthew mm. Perry has, but there's also the version which is you're doing something that's self-destructive that doesn't make you feel good, but you're doing it anyway and you seem to have no control over it. Yeah. So when I'm feeling that, like, I'm not good enough, the void is, like, opening up and I can really feel it and see it, mm. I will eat shit food mm. and I'll seek external validation through the internet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just hadn't realised that I'd fallen into that and I wasn't creating space for me to think and breathe and walk and look after my body. Yeah, and that's what you were doing by um, jumping into um, writing the book and feeling like you're going to like do something the, to make it count with the podcast. Is like still not giving yourself that space, you know? Yeah, like it was a lovely idea, but writing the book is quite traumatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you need, to, I was like, right, I'm not going to get in the sea. I'm not walking. I'm going to make myself sit down and write uh-huh. like I had some fucking stick. Yeah. I was beating myself with it. Yeah. Going, come on, you've got all of this opportunity ahead of you. Make the most of it, make it count. Uh-huh. But what about little Hannah who's yeah. like needs a walk and needs some fresh air and mm-hmm. needs to be watered and needs to be nurtured with people and mm-hmm. and she's always there you know mm-hmm. and if she's shouting at the minute that's because you need to take care of her you know yeah so mm-hmm. that's I think where we are now like it hasn't taken long for me to just suddenly go oh nah I've had enough yeah I need a break yeah if I don't something's gonna happen and it's not gonna be good no. Well, and it's also, um, it feels like sort of a natural time of year to be doing, to have mm-hmm. having a break as well. Um, so I read something the other day that said that you need like two hours more sleep at this time of year, which uh, granted is a luxury, but it made me That's feel better. so you and me. You were <laughs> yeah. like, oh good, I shall nap for two hours no, every exactly. afternoon. <laughs> yeah, or like, oh, it's no problem if I've slept until 10, 10 a.m., even though I, did, I went to bed at 9 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> if you um, can sleep that long, I'm like... Well, yeah. Do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Well, I do have the luxury to do that, and I'm going to stop feeling bad about it because, like, apparently we need it this time of year. Like, I'm going to hibernate a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Urkel Durkle. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's okay. Um, it's a natural time for a break. We need to listen to our bodies and the seasons. Yeah, 100%. Mm. But also look after our bodies. Mm. And I think that's what I was really neglecting is. I do need to spend time making sure that I've got the right food in and make sure I put it in my mouth instead of the freezer Mm -hmm. when it's starting to go out of date. Oh, that's what I'm doing at the minute as well. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, it doesn't have to be, like, salad. No. That's true. lovely, wholesome, healthy, nice things. Soup. And casseroles and 
yeah, all great for this time of year. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually think, like, you as much, well, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but it is how I feel. Eat as much cheese as you like, but just, like, have some lettuce on the side, you know, so at least you're getting your vitamins in. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That I'll makes do me things- feel better. Yeah, I'll do things like I'll buy a big stir fry mix, but I'll eat the whole thing. Yeah, that's what I do as well. But then also some cheese. Well, I'll have like prawns or something on the side. I don't have cheese in the stir fry. That would be weird. Yeah, that's gross. Mm. I don't. For clarity, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I get a stir fry and then I put a cheese sauce all over it. That would be disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. I don't. So, yeah, I think... What I'm trying to say is, I mean, again, I'm like, oh, I've got the luxury to just stop. But I guess everybody does. You can have a yeah. holiday. Yeah. Mm. Think, yeah, especially if you're like a single parent, as you know, you've got additional things where you are the sole person in charge of little people mm-hmm. at times. Um, yeah, like yeah. creating that space so that you can show up and be the best person for them is important. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's easy to be like, oh, you know, I'm off now and I'm with my kids. Well, in my personal opinion, that's not a break. No. Although I'm being taught how to make it more of a break. Yeah. Like try, not trying to over, over-parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like you have to fix everything. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, one of my kids was losing his mind because his computer's not working. And then football was cancelled the next day. Mm. Yeah, but that's okay. Those things happen. Yeah, but in that moment, I'm like, I really don't want you to be upset because I don't Mm. see you enough. Mm. And I want you to have a good time. Mm. And I want you to have things to look forward to. So I step straight into being like, what can we do tomorrow instead? Can Mm. we do this? Can we do that? I must be like divorced parent guilt, you know. (laughs) Like, you must have a good time when he's with me. Definitely. Whereas actually, what he really needed was space to process and be bored. Yeah. And be pissed off. Mm -hmm. And for me to validate him and say, I don't blame you, that's two rubbish bits of information. Exactly. And he's allowed to feel like that. And you don't necessarily have the ability to do anything about it. I mean, we did go to the cinema to watch the Marvels, which was absolutely epic. Well, yeah. And I bet he felt better for that. So if you can do that, then I guess that's fine. But it's also okay for him to feel bored and fed up. Yeah. And And it pushed me into overwhelm. Yeah. Because exactly. I'm trying to fix things and I'm trying to be like, right, how can I take him to the cinema when I've still got the other child who's much younger and can't go watch it? Mm-hmm, exactly. And you don't need to do that. You just need to... Where's the fire hose? <laughs> exactly, yeah. You don't need to fix it. That Those took too happen. many spoons. It di- that, Exactly. You don't have enough spoons to go and see the Marvel film. You'll just have to feel annoyed for a minute. But that also takes spoons to allow them yeah. space... Yeah, to be sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's. I probably need like a whole thing with a child psychologist. Mm. That'd be quite good. Be. So we're going to take a break. Yes, we are. And come back next year. Mm-hmm. So well, we're open to lots of suggestions for what you would like more of because people are getting in touch quite a lot, you know, now and being like, thanks for the podcast, which is like fucking awesome it makes it me be like oh we need to keep going well no that's why we do it doesn't it like yeah. but um well that a- and we just like a chat yeah it's also gonna be great when we come back and we want your suggestions and like you know it's uh absence makes the heart grow fonder so <laughs> we'll miss you <laughs> yeah.
But we'll be back. So I think we're booked in for the podcast studio for like mid-January, something yeah. like that. And we've got Lou next week. So there's an episode coming out next week. With, um, is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Lou next week and talking all about vision boarding and intentions for the new year and how to sort of specifically for me <laughs> survive Christmas yeah. and try not to be so um putting out fires for the kids but making sure my needs are met during this period yeah yeah so that's a real goodie um and then we'll be and then we're taking a break and then we'll be back in the new year mid new year Yay. Well, thank you so much for everything you have done, Katie. Oh, thank you. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Love it. Bye, I love working with you. Oh, love it. Love, <laughs> love working with you too. Bye. Stop <laughs> trying to leave early. <laughs> <laughs> I did this last time we recorded a podcast as well. She just needs a minute to finish and I won't give her it. <laughs> well, you know me. Yeah. There's like an extra second or two, I'll eke it out. Okay. Right, I'll allow you to say goodbye now. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Happy Christmas. Yeah, i right then. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. It would be wonderful if you could leave a review and subscribe. And of course, if you have a friend who might enjoy this episode, please do pass it on. For anything else, you can get in touch with me either through Instagram at Mumsdays or my website, mumsdays.com. 